3: recorded live. Must have muted her or something. Al, are you there?
1: Sound now can you guys hear me
4: yeah I okay
1: I was talking for a while and apparently nobody could hear me were no, you able to hear me at that. all
0: no I just now heard you now no uh, I, I just heard you now also
1: And sorry about that sometimes you know I under from what I understand um, I did I did a email Talk shoe to find out um, who the new owners are and what's going on. So they're working out some kinks, and they're actually going to probably be uh, um, improving some of the talk shoe features for people. So that's something to look forward to. Anyway, so I'll start over since nobody heard me.
4: I kind Hi. of spoke up and said you were probably somebody probably muted you or something.
1: <laughs> yep, that is what happened. Yep. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to go ahead and start over. Welcome to the Tuesday nights Triumph Over Targeting podcast. I'm your moderator, Ella Felder. Tonight we'll be discussing the technology and tactics behind targeting, then moving on to activism, shielding, and support. If you are new to the call, please stay on and we will get you support and some additional talk show podcast numbers. And there are podcasts every night. Um, So any any day you can hop on and call this number and we can get you some other codes and there's very interesting, helpful uh, podcasts, as well as the support. And if you are new as well, um, we can get you some helpful links and websites and very very informed websites and some very informative YouTube videos. This is a solutions and educational-based podcast. My goal is that everyone can obtain something helpful or useful out of tonight. If you have any suggestions, questions, or comments, you can email me at tiangel2016 at gmail.com. And tonight we'll be discussing AI technology, so if you want to give some input prior to just a quick reading, a very informed reading, uh, feel free to do so. And uh, what I was saying that nobody could hear is that Jayarmy, uh, J-A-Y-A-R-M-Y, has some really well-made, very informed videos on YouTube. I was really impressed and I enjoyed watching those today. And if you got, he actually discusses AI technology, too, so if you are interested, I would highly suggest it. Very well made, very intelligent. So um, does anybody want to have a little discussion before I get into some reading? Ken, do you have any thoughts on AI? Ken is one of our longstanding members, and he has been an unsung hero in this community, um, helping to organize the original FFCHS. And, and going to the Senate. Is that correct, You went to the Senate? Oh,
4: yeah, the petition was mailed out to nearly all the Senate members.
1: And he was the one who originated the first one to do that. And um, he's just been a a real backbone um, in the community and very knowledgeable as well. Do you have thoughts on the AI?
4: So what what does this AI stand for? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Artificial intelligence.
4: Oh, (laughs) no, I can't, I don't know. It seems to... It seems to be um take over on its own you know by trigger words um it seems to be embedded in the electrical systems and evidently in the cell phone towers so but as far as how it works, I guess uh Mr. Baird gives the best illustration on the shocking menace of satellite surveillance on his website, which was pretty active years ago um which shows the, the um satellites and the cell phone towers that interact and all mhm-.
1: Yeah, it's definitely interesting. And anyone who has a lot of that V2K and subliminal, um, ask Elvira and Ken. Uh, I guess can I, I'm not going to listen to that. It's not productive. And, you know, I've had discussions. You know, it's fine. It's not really something we want to discuss. But I guess that's your job. Um, so, um, yeah, people who get that V2K and um you know, and some of that synthetic telepathy, uh, start to realize that something artificial is going on and that it's definitely a computer because you hear a loop and you hear the same things and um it just seems automated and so other people might agree with that. So um, I found an article and I know sometimes I have very technical uh speakers and we discuss very technical information. So I found an article that was a little more a little easier to understand. I um So this is an an article on artificial intelligence, and like I said, I think it's easy to understand. And you guys, if you want to stop me in the middle of it, and we can discuss it a little bit, or if you have your own opinion about it, I'd love to hear it, because I think we can um, sometimes get a better overview um, when people want to volunteer information. Um, So let's start on this. Um, Jeff Nesbitt was the National Science Foundation's Director of Legislative and Public Affairs in the Bush and Obama administrations, former Vice President Dan Quayle's Communications Director, the FDA's Public Affairs Chief, and a National Journalist with Knight Rider and others. He is the Executive Director of Climate Nexus and the author of 24 books, including Jude and the books of L. His latest novel, Perfect Ambition, will be released in 2015 he may be reached at jeff nesbitt and so it's j e f f is in frank n is in nancy e s is in sam b is in boy i t is in tom at comcast.net so he might be a good person to have some conversations about this and maybe we can educate him too because this is not actually a ti article but he might be open to it because he's written this article and what he's saying is the human race is definitely at risk in a blink of an eye within our lifetimes. Or we could just as plausibly see our species become immortal by the middle of the 21st century. And people who've been on these podcasts recently were hearing a lot about this and trying to comprehend and understand how this is possible. Robert Duncan says that what they're working on, which probably is, you know, and there's a possibility that's already in effect, is that they can upload your your consciousness and download it into another body. And so this is a really interesting topic that has come up recently. And also, Dr. Robert Duncan has a book called... I'm having some short-term issues here. Um, Let's see. I have the book right over here. Uh, Project Soul Catcher, Volume 2, is the one that I have. And and it's very in-depth, and it's technical. And I really like Robert Duncan because he explains kind of how it works. And of course... You know, we all love John Hall's books as well. Um, There's a lot of validation and backed up information on there. And it's a really great book if you want to share it with people that are unfamiliar with this. That's a great book to read. And from what I understand, if people don't believe that book, then they may never believe. So at least at this point with the information that's available. So let's get back to this article here. Um, and um, let's see, that's the promise and the threat posed by the accelerating pace of research around artificial intelligence and quantum computing. It may be an either-or proposition, so we have two possibilities, and probably both will manage. Uh, What's that? If you have a comment, I'd, that's fine, maybe it was just a little background noise. No, just
2: huh? um listening.
1: Okay. Um, Most people have heard about Ray Kurzweil's immensely hopeful view, captured in his books and lectures about singularity. And I've heard about singularity, and I've seen um, a documentary on it. Um, Documentaries, I think, are really great to kind of get a visual and to understand. In that view, AI progresses in helpful leaps, benefiting humankind at nearly every step of the way. A good example of the early benefits of AI that nearly everyone uses now is Google Maps. The next stage of AI will be a supercomputer that recreates human intelligence. And many of us believe this is already in existence, and anybody who gets a lot of this c 2 k would believe it as well. <clears throat> These supercomputers are already in existence, and they've been around for 40 years. So um, sometimes I wonder if they're not releasing this information but actually know it. It seems like when you look up online and you're not looking at tar- uh, targeting articles, it's like they, they give you a small amount of what's actually in existence, and I'm sure some of you who do a lot of research would agree with that.
5: <clears throat>
1: and the final evolution is artificial superintelligence, also known as ASI, that learns so quickly that it literally soars past ordinary human intelligence and solves every pro- problem confronting mankind. I think we've experienced some of the negativity that's being used negatively.
5: <clears throat>
1: Related, and there's an article about a robot to care for you in your old age, But there is a dark, threatening side to the AI story, and it is only now being discussed publicly. Physicist Stephen Hawking has said the development of ASI could spell the end of the human race. Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates says he doesn't. Understand why some people are not concerned that an artificial superintelligence by mid-century might have or destroy human civilization. And I imagine Bill Gates does understand this because this is his business, Um, so it's not surprising to me that It's not general knowledge. Billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk fears that we are summoning the demon in our race to create an artificial superintelligence. What all of them agree on is this that we may very well approach a tripwire sometime in the next 30 years, where a powerful supercomputer finally replicates the human brain and mind and crosses over nearly instantly into superintelligence. And, and of course, the video I was watching today talks about that, and I agree with most of what was said by J-Army. And then what happens next is anyone's guess. While most scientists I've come across acknowledge that A, that ASI would have the ability to send humans to extinction, extinction, extinction many also believe the, that used beneficially ASI's ability could be used to bring individual humans and the species as a whole to species immortality. I don't think that sounds promising and he's using that as a positive. The author of the popular Wait but Why long blog. But Wait but Why blog. <clears throat> right now drones use AI to navigate very complicated landscapes in order to deliver bombs and battlefield conditions. I would say they're delivering a little more than that to targeted individuals. That's my opinion. Um, and, they'll still, and they're still piloted remotely by human beings. Should a stealth bomber be developed that can fly itself, not dissimilar to Google's self-driving cars that likewise use AI, and then make decisions about where to drop bombs in battlefield conditions without human input, it could create a situation where AI is in control and not humans. Kurzweil believes we will hit the tripwire by 2045. Most of his scientific colleagues believe it is inevitable that we will hit it, at some point in the 21st century, many of them are fearful of what happens when we cross it. But why are all, but why are all they all so afraid of ASI? Um, it's a good question, and many of us have already contemplated this and have already experienced it. One that hasn't truly been explored all that much beyond a few boardrooms. Much of what the public knows about the potential risks posed from AI applications come from either science fiction movies such as The Terminator or from fears surrounding autonomous weapons with AI capabilities to target without human control. These are real fears. I'm going to check the chat room real quick and see if people are behaving. Lately, people have not been behaving. So, ah, It's behaving. You guys are behaving. Not necessarily you guys, of course. The truth is that AI is poised to do significant, irreparable harm right now, not just at some point in the future, through the creation of non-human superintelligence, scientists have warned. AI, combined with autonomous weapons, could launch an era of indiscriminate killing, the likes of which civilization has never seen before. There have been two revolutions in warfare. With each revolution, humankind made a quantum leap in the ability to kill exponentially more people on the battlefield from from a distance. And um, most of us have probably seen this on the news, CNN, and, um, you know, different avenues and online. I'm I'm definitely familiar with this topic. We are on the cusp of the third revolution engineered by AI. This one, though, may erase its inventor. For centuries, if you wanted to kill someone, you had to do it at close range. Uh, 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 Can Can somebody star six? Gunpowder gave us the ability to fire projectiles at enemies from a distance and changed the concept of war for good. Soldiers could kill their enemy without seeing the result at close range. Nuclear weapons created a second revolution in warfare. While few nuclear weapons have been put to use, their invention taught us that we could create very large weapons, launch them from an even greater distance, and kill many people on the battlefield all at once. War hasn't been the same ever since. But it is the third revolution in warfare, autonomous weapons, that can largely think for themselves and target enemies on the battlefield without human intervention that we should all be worried about. Once such weapons are created, there may be no turning back. And there it goes on to discuss the autonomous weapons. Um, But, you know, I think there's autonomous control, and um, I'd love to hear some opinions on that and uh, get a discussion going.
3: Anybody like to jump in and maybe converse about it? Talk about it.
6: Okay, I will. Okay, great. Let's hear it. Okay, uh, I think the biggest problem is who's going to decide what's perfect. I mean, you talk about you like tall people, short people, you know that sort of thing. How much? What does? How much does intelligence overrides other human qualities? And we don't have anyone elected to decide, you know, what these superhumans are supposed to be like. That is the biggest problem, I think. Humans, humans are not capable. We don't have the wisdom to equal our technological abilities. If if we had that, I'd be okay with it. But we're not gods. We're just trying to be god, and we can't do it. It's impossible. So that's all.
0: Yeah, I agree with you.
1: And the thing I'm afraid of is that the qualities, and I mean this makes sense to me, that the qualities a computer would value are not human qualities. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be like efficiency. It's going to be kind of a coldness. It's going to be an insensitivity. It's a machine. So we might lose, you know, we might lose the beautiful human qualities that exist, the sensitivity, Mm -hmm. emotions, emotions. Especially emotions, that's the way as human beings do, we experience emotions. And unfortunately, the people who do this to us, um, they study the emotional response. You know, they use these frequencies and study our emotional response for several reasons. Um, and yeah, that is my biggest concern, that these quantum computers, um, what they're going to select is just going to be, um, qual- you know, it's not going to appreciate the human qualities, as I just you know, said a little while ago, and that is a concern. Yeah. um would anybody else like to talk about it? I know there's some pretty intelligent people that have some information about AI.
3: Does it sound – do you guys agree?
1: Does anybody agree with this information?
4: Well, you know how I feel about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. I definitely. <laughs> the
4: fullest yeah. – is- uh, the wisdom of the world is foolishness with God, so I won't, I won't even comment on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really scary. I think that was Lonnie discussed talking earlier. I'll just say Washington, um, and um, you know, um, it is. It's um, you know, definitely something to be concerned
6: about. I have a DVD that someone might be interested in. It's called Inhuman: The Next and Final Phase of Man Is Here. And it's written or it's uh, put together by, it's a uh, a guy who wrote a book that I recommended. On, it was last night on one of the calls last night. And um, what he has done is taken people who are dedicated transhumanists and interviewed them. You know, these are just average people who have this uh, concept that uh, this is a possible thing that can make a, a, a utopia. And um, he doesn't believe that, of course, and I don't either. But these people are honest, intelligent people and well-educated who actually believe that. So this is going on. It's happening. The general public needs to know about it. And uh, it's, it's a shame that we can't, as this generation, this generation is not even given the um, the, the ability to make a decision as to what's going to happen. It's, it's just happening anyway. They're mad scientists as far as I'm concerned. But, I agree um, with you
1: 100%. They're mad scientists. And I'm sure they don't have much of, you know, these are intellectual types. And I'm sure they don't have a lot of, you know, most of them border probably on sociopathy. And, um, you know, anybody that thinks they're, they have the right to control humans in their mind, you know, all of our... Um, you know, constitutional, c- constitutional rights have been violated. And when this first started happening, I was just on a rampage. I mean, it just felt like being a caged animal and not being free. And I didn't even realize at the time how not free I was and that um, what was going on with subliminals, I had no idea yet how, how violated we could possibly be. And um, I think it's our natural instinct. Just like when there's animals in cages, it is our natural instinct to want to be free. You know, any mammals, you know, and of course we're God's, you know, we're God's creations. Everything is, you know, we're God's creations and I feel like um, that's the way it's meant to be. You know, not to, to, you know, that's not to say there won't be intervention, but these are people have a hold of this planet and there's an electronic grid and it's a little disconcerting. So, you know, things I think about and that's part of the reason why it drives me and that's what drives me to activism so, you know, I don't want that to happen. You know, I will do anything. I'm just a little pea in this huge on this I'm a little ant on this on this, you know, planet. But you know, there's a lot of us and I've been trying to reach out to other TI's and try to get them involved and try to um, you know, pull together knowledge and information. And I got an email today. Um I can't share it. Um about a gentleman who quietly is trying to create um, shield, and, and he believes that he's come up with some shielding, and he's willing to share it with people. Um, I have requested it, um, you know, he wants to communicate through email, not Facebook, um, and so and he's willing to share it for free, you know, he's a community member, and he refuses, you know, he, the way he is about freedom, and I can tell by his post, that's how I feel as well, and I'm sure many of us feel the same way. Unfortunately, we've almost gotten used to it, you know, we've gotten used to having our privacy violated, and that's that's pretty sad, you know, and I'm afraid, you know, in this in this generation, all my kids, um, they're just used to, they assume that you don't have privacy, you know, and they're used to this Internet and, and you know, information and, and disinformation about themselves and bullying online. They're just used to it, this whole generation. So they, it's like they were in a, an accepted state that you know, you know, and they know that they're aware that the government can see in our home. You know, it's more than the government. Some of us know that, and um, the government and um, different agencies just you know they come into home and they you know they know. So it's um, unfortunately conditioning them to the fact that you know not to not to value freedom. Um, so you know. Does anyone else have any opinions on it before maybe we move on? Well, um, and you know, and this AI stuff really it ties into the quantum computers and and um, these quantum computers that are that that know our thoughts and and I believe can guide our thoughts in some ways um, before we even are consciously aware because our thoughts are already there before they hit our consciousness so they can be inter- yeah, I believe they can be intercepted that way I mean it's like a computer our brain is like a computer anything that can be done in the computer can be done in our mind and, and I know some of us already know that so um, well I guess we can open it up to discussions about shielding I am really I'm curious about the shielding device um, that this person on Facebook uh, who emailed me directly um, you know, I'm really curious. Uh,
4: I, just, I would have a hard time believing anybody comes up with a shield and to be totally free of this stuff. No, I mean, and I, he
1: doesn't. I'm sorry, I didn't clarify. He oh, didn't say we'd be 100% free of this technology. Oh, it's the mind control and people who get the V2K. Oh, and oh, and I honestly believe, and this is just my opinion, take it or leave it. I'm not trying to spread disinformation. I'm just saying this is my opinion. I think any TI is getting subliminals, and they may not. And they probably suspect it. You know, and I and I also believe that you know frequencies are used on most TIs on some level, um, if not you know general population. Um, so there, there's theories, and this is just a theory, and some of the things I've researched. Whether it be true, and, you know, a lot of this is just hypothesis. That there has been control, um, that there has been control um, with microwaves since the 50s. You know, either through radio or through uh, through, um, you know, television sets. And and I don't know about you guys. Now that I'm electronically sensitive, I can feel it. I can feel. Oh, I feel
4: the the satellites scanning me all the time.
1: Yeah, satellites. And then if anybody's in front of a smartphone and you're super – I'm really sensitive to it. And sitting in front of a computer, you know, I start to swell. I can feel it and my mood might change a little bit. Um, But to go back to – what, at the beginning, of what I started to say is that I believe they've been trying to make us docile. Um, at least the American quantum computer that's been in existence for like 40 years, from what I understand. And just maybe somebody wants to correct me if they know something different or have a different idea. You know, I'd love to hear oh, what your... I, would,
4: I, I would forewarn you in advance. As a result, seeing it many times, that people have been allowed to think they've got some kind of shielding that's going to work. And of it course, just, it was just a pause in the action. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah,
5: I agree but, with you. I mean, I've learned yeah. that.
1: Yeah, and some shielding works for some people. We all know this too. Yeah. Anybody's around for any substantial time, some works for a while. And you know, one thing I did want to share, since we're already kind of gone into the shielding, um, I start. I bought these grounding bands, and I think it's called Earth, Earthing dot com and they're little bands, and you put them into that third, uh, um, what is the word, like in your outlet, that third one, the grounding
6: uh,
1: prong, uh, and you plug it into that, and I sleep with this wristband, and when I wear it, I notice I've been sleeping much better.
5: Um,
1: I don't know how long that's going to last, but it seems to be consistent now. um, When I do use it um, for about a month now, um, but the first, first time I used it, I'm like, I don't know if this is doing anything. you know. But then I said, you know what? I'm getting desperate. I'm getting targeted really badly, and I'm going to try it. And yeah. Sure enough, that night. Can somebody star six? I'm sure it's six here.
4: Somebody try to interrupt the call.
1: I'm going to um, mute guest 11
6: here. Oh. What if I can't? I'm
4: going to block the room and then star eight. Star eight.
1: I must be talking about something, you know, you know, getting on a topic that they don't like, or maybe that's just what they do, no matter what. Hold on one second here, I'm talk. Okay. I don't know how to block this guest. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Maybe it'll be quieter. Um, let me slowly unblock some of
5: you.
4: And can you get people to starrate so they can talk
1: or something yeah i I in some people that are kind of um oh, you know that might participate okay. or do participate, and if somebody else does anybody else want to be unmuted right now anyway, so these this I believe I was finishing up about the grounding, um so I was really desperate because in a rough few weeks and, um it seems to work consistently. Know, who knows? I'm going to try it another month. Yeah, it
4: takes some of the electricity to the ground. That's hitting you. It just yeah, and it kind of ground.
1: plays into plays into what Dwight's been trying to preach. You know, I just unfortunately didn't understand how to do what he was doing. Now I understand. I studied yeah. it a little bit, and I understand the banana clips. I get the whole thing. At least I get some of that.
0: Um, and it's only like
1: fifty dollars.
6: So. Well, I mean, actually, I made one according to his instructions. He's happy to send people uh, pictures you know, of how to to make one of those things. And um, I guess it could turn into a wristband, too. But the end of it is um, the part that touches your body. It it just takes uh, foil, you know, and wraps it around the exposed wire. And then you can put it wherever you want to. But you have to to get the plug. First, you have to get the plug, though, and be able to pull out the two two flat prongs because you don't want those you know, going into the socket at all because that would kill you. So you have to make sure that you just have that grounding uh, prong, the round one in there. So I got two of them from Home Depot and tried my best to pull the things out and never could do it. So I finally got one at our local um, store, an electric, uh, electric supply store. And he tried to pull it out. And he got one of them out. So I, I did get to make one. But he says if you get them from the Lowe's, and if you get a um, an orange, I think the orange version, they're easier to pull out. <laughs> so, anyway, it, it's kind of an How interesting thing to do.
1: How much did it end up costing you? Because I know we're all a little tight, you know. Most of us are pretty tight. So they are
4: only a couple dollars to buy a plug.
6: Yeah, not much. Uh, the plug's not much. And then you buy a uh, however long you want your wire. And you get what they call green wire, which is fairly flexible. And spoil. Uh, you know, that's it.
1: Yeah, and that's almost like exactly what you know what I paid for to get done. You know, this I mean, yeah. what I paid for. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm really impressed. It's been consistent, you know. And maybe, I mean, from what I heard, the people who've done it, including Dwight, it's been, you know, I mean, he apparently freed himself. I mean, I don't know if that's the case with me because I got a little, I got a little yeah. bit of different program.
4: Yeah, it's um, a little, but it won't. See the the disadvantage to it is that then you kind of you're you're not getting the good fields. And I uh, mentioned that before. We got good magnetic fields, and when you're suddenly grounded all the time, it's like you know you're not getting them.
6: Yeah. Sometimes not... I just walk around in the dark. You know, you can grow flowers or do something else too. And that's always good, and it's not something that's supposed to work right now which everybody wants, you know, so um, Dwight said it's helped. He said it's a combination with him is the gra- the grounding device is also the uh, magnet, you know, he's used the magnet for a long time. Yeah,
1: I have both. I bought that, you know, it's, it was a little pricey, that, you know, um, that 400-pound pull magnet, and so I do have that in my bed as well, you know, and like I said, you start to get those hot pains and stabbing or whatever, you just put it right over it, you know, and it tends to stop it. It might move to a different part of your body, but, you know, you just play the chase game.
4: I always have luck sleeping on something hard. My really? With my, with my head. Oh, yeah, I always do that. That's the That follows the theory, actually, of being grounded. I mean, metal acts as a ground by itself in some regards. So, you know, think about it. You're stable. But consider that. Um Something made out of iron helps you put a pillow cover over it. Uh, I think you will you will have better results I mean good results too
6: okay question doesn't it also act as uh, can it not also become an antenna um, not
4: not not to a, not certain metals. I mean okay. if you look at the scale of what it acts as a conductor versus those which act have a lot a lot of resistance. Then you'll figure it out. But of course, copper has the least resistance, and then it's aluminum, and then it's—I don't know what the next couple are. But you know, at the at the bottom of the ladder are like lead and iron, stainless steel, and no, they they don't they don't really <laughs> conduct.
6: When this first started with me, I, I still used to put my hair up in pin curls using bobby pins. Yeah. Oh, listen. That was horrible, and then yeah. it, it occurred to me that that sort of thing was not good, so I stopped wearing um, using those all night right. for sure, and there was a the vast improvement there.
5: Sure. But
6: also, I stopped using, well, a lot of uh, metal utensils, you know, to eat with. Oh, if yeah. I want to go to them, and we all eat with plastic.
4: First thing the target should do is get rid of all the metal off their bodies and, and their oh. usage. Yeah.
5: But
4: well, stuff for, for like iron, though. I mean, they're they're not something that a microwave hits and suddenly bounces back for a target. Uh, yeah.
1: he, but I do he, find, Ken, I might disagree with you a little bit because I, you know, silver. All actually, it's gold and silver that are the most. Um, um, what's the word that you said? But of course, they're very expensive, conductive? and
5: then
1: copper. Um,
4: oh well, maybe know, I, they. Well, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't use either of those for what I suggested. I mean, they they use them in electronics for soldering and all. But yeah, my iron, dad was an
1: electric engineer, so maybe you're right. You know, maybe Yeah,
4: is iron is good, awesome. and um, I guess lead would be good. I know, I'm talking about pure lead, but well, you ain't gonna find that. But um, something that's heavy and thick. Uh, I have right. tried stainless steel, but I have better luck with iron.
6: What about gold? Because I just quit wearing a lot of jewelry. You know, but um, what what about gold?
4: Well, it 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 acts as a reflector, and you're right. I mean, it does act as as they can work off of it. So that's the only thing. Whereas it might provide a lot of resistance and act as somewhat of a ground, it can also, because of its tarnish or its shininess, Mm -hmm. be used. You know, to to bounce back off of their microwave or radar or whatever they're using.
6: And I I
1: almost wonder, because this is what I've noticed, like last January when I was really going through a lot of this, you know, uh, strangeness with my mind and all that stuff started, all of a sudden I stopped using the things I've been using for a long time that seem to um, disrupt um, what they're trying to do, and I, it was subliminal. Um, I'm convinced of it because all the things I used to sleep with a fan on, I always had white noise. I used to uh, sleep with earbuds in, always, uh, yeah. always, always. Yeah. And what other thing did I? Stop? And I stopped wearing jewelry. So really? in my mind, um, those subliminals, I believe, came to me because they caused a problem. So now I'm back to using the earbuds, earplugs. And Lonnie, when I first start started got into the, in this um, community, she suggested like the, the swimming kind of earbuds. Was that you that suggested that a long time ago to me?
6: Well, uh, I used to rub, the little rubbery things from Walmart.
1: Okay. You might have, yeah, I think I had mentioned I used those and you said, well, just use the other ones, you know, but you had suggested those to me. But it's really interesting that those are the, I, that all those things I stopped using, it was like some kind of subliminal thing, you know, like I said, I just feel like they didn't want me using those things. So I'm probably going to go back to wearing a lot of silver. I've always worn a lot of silver. I used to wear quartz crystals, you know, and, and I always had a cross on and, um, you know it's just weird because i stopped wearing anything and i used to wear like big silver hoops not huge but you know silver hoops stopped wearing them so those are probably all the things that actually work and i'm trying to recollect all the other things i stopped doing that probably do hinder it and the only thing i can really think of um i'm repeating myself because maybe someone else you know just because to make a point um is the fan and i you know i bought that air purifier with the ionizer. And I swear by that, and that's been pretty consistent, too. Um, Any more comments? Does anybody want to talk about shielding? Because, you know, I know I repeat myself if you're here consistently, but I can only tell you what works for me, and I hope that it gives you some relief. And as far as the gang stalking, you know, which I don't even pay attention to anymore. I don't think I'm gang stalked severely. I mean, it used to be severe. It was annoying. It was frustrating. I have kids. It felt invasive. Um, I think it's back, well, you know what, I'm in my house a lot and I'm in my car a lot and I'm at a park that I stay in my car. So um, I'm probably not in a position, you know, I used to be outside all the time and it was very prevalent, you know. And um, so um, I can only suggest, and I'm sure Lonnie, maybe some other people can suggest if they have any idea, Um, not, um, I don't know, when it comes to my kids being around, I do get in their face, you know, I have to admit, that's probably not smart. but, you know, I just try to not pay attention to it anymore because, you know, now that all this other, you know, stuff has started to occur, it just seems so menial. But, you know, I'm sure it would bother me if I was working and this was going on. I, I wouldn't be too happy about it. And I well, do have. Let um, me tell
4: you what happened today. Like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Um, I mean, you may not be paying no attention to it, but and that's good. That's what I try to do. I try to focus on something positive and. So, but anyway, I'm just giving you all an example. I mean, they're always trying to send little hints, you know, like in the paper. I'm always doing the puzzles, the jumble and all that. So, last night, I thought, what am I going to do tomorrow? You know, I want to do something. I've been hanging around for two days. I thought, you know, I'd really love to go to the beach, you know, and just go swimming. So, I hadn't been to the beach in like a month or two. So, that's what I was thinking. And when I think that, it's like, well, I really don't want to take my wallet out there, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, what am I going to do? I have to put my money in a separate pocket or whatever, put my wallet somewhere or whatever. So this was no coincidence. So this morning, I thought, you know, I really don't feel like going to the beach. (laughs) You know, it it just wasn't in my desire to go, even though I wanted to go. I thought, you know, I think I'll go play golf. So on the spur of the moment, I decided I'm going to go play golf with somebody. So I grabbed a paper at the library. I had a few minutes. I stopped at the library. And I just happened to look at the jumble because sometimes I can get them in like a minute, the whole thing. And what is one of the words? Wallet is mixed up in there. Now, that ain't a coincidence. I mean, this happens like... This is, this little hint trap or whatever, you know, I mean, happens all the time, you know.
1: Thanks, Ken. I really appreciate you. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but it's validating. It's very validating. Yeah,
4: I'm just sharing what goes on in my life. Now, what was that supposed to do? Bother me about my wallet because supposedly I was supposed to have gone to the beach. You know, but I just I said my prayers this morning. I said, no, I don't feel like going to the beach. But it was definitely on my mind. I actually had everything separated, my wallet and all that. I was going to leave it at the house and some other goods. And just the last moment, I said, no, something ain't right. I'm going to go golfing. But that has happened. That has happened time after time after time. Like they'll they'll rig the puzzles up you know, to be synonymous with something that I'm doing that day. And I'm talking like every other day. I'm not, you know, uh, whether I might be filing a legal brief. You know, they'll put the word brief in there,
5: you know, for that
4: next day. You know, I could just go on and on about about that. And uh, it's like these people just look at our lives. They can't figure out um, creativity on their own or motivational aspects or provide interesting reading or TV shows Without looking at us and trying to come up with something that is just flat evil. You know, and uh, anyway, that's just the way I feel about and what's happened to me. I just thought I'd mention it.
1: <laughs> I have a question for you. I'm suspicious about something. And if you guys don't know Ken, sure. Ken has been around for 40 years. And so I trust <laughs> what he doing. me.
4: along am a victim.
1: What? You know,
4: yeah, what is it?
1: Um, so I sometimes feel, and maybe somebody else can tell me their, what they've experienced. That the action is there, already set to take place, before your thought is there.
4: Well, it was. It's called pre-verbal monitoring.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's what I just realized.
4: But when God intervenes, it screws their whole system up. And what happened this morning was when I didn't go along with it, you know, I suddenly went and got back my wallet, you know, and I had no idea all that was going on. I mean, I I have a little bit of an idea. But if I did, I, would, I wouldn't have planned it that way. But anyway, so I went back and got it. So what happens when I get down the road three or four miles? There's a policeman there in the middle of the road. See, they had lost me. Here I am. I'm not going to play. I'm not going to the beach. I'm going somewhere else. So the system says, oh, gosh, we got to go find him. <laughs> you know? So then I pass this guy, and what does he do? He comes in right behind me and follows me for like seven miles you know, and goes by me real slow. And why did all that happen? Because it's it's like, you know, he ain't going to the
3: beach.
1: Sorry, I'm on the chat here trying to do some preemptive, you know, um, trying to keep things from happening that we don't want. Okay. We well,
4: anyway, I was just sharing some of the stuff that I go through all the time.
1: Hi there, Ella. Hi. that? From Oregon. It's Oregon? Hi. Who is it?
6: Amy from Oregon. Oh my gosh, your voice. I know. It doesn't sound like that, does it quite? <laughs>
1: wow.
6: Just yeah, drink I some know, orange
4: but, juice. I mean, go have some ice cream or something. <laughs> maybe that, will help.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. it's, 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 I'm, I'm slowly, I'm, it's coming back. I'm feeling.
1: I it's hear coming, a little bit of your voice there, just a little bit.
6: Yeah, so I'm not gonna, not gonna say very much, but I wanted to let you,
1: want to say hello. Good to hear you, Amy. Yeah. Yeah.
6: I'm chatting I just
5: wanna,
6: with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I just, Amy I just is. Go ahead. I just want to say there's an article written by um John Curcu on the tw- um yesterday. Uh he wrote it about so uh, it's a little I bit can... hard to hear you.
1: Of course now oh, yeah. for two reasons. I know your phone's not the best, but now your voice, so let me try and make okay. out what you
6: Can you hear me now?
1: Yes, I can hear you better, yeah.
6: Okay. There was an article uh written by John Curcu yesterday. Just right off the press about Guantanamo. And oh, um place, about yeah. about uh, did you see it? It's about how he how he thinks it should be closed. How no, I read the book.
4: To, I read the book by an attorney and everybody every uh, T I needs to read that let book. Let me
6: yeah, well, well, let me finish. He just wrote it yesterday and he um he said that um um that it's been open for uh 14 and a half years. And, um, and, and Obama, uh, promised, he pledged that he was going mm. to close it. And he hasn't closed it. And he's almost out of office. And so that's the article basically about all the, um, all the evils of, um, Guantanamo and how it's, um, it, it's a big monster, basically. I can tell you where it is, where you write, it, uh, what, what, um, what, what the publication it's in.
4: Uh, there of okay, several,
6: uh, several books out on it it's, it's in uh just a second let, let me just get let me pull up where where okay so it was um written um for it's probably one of those underground papers those those less known papers um called the um okay there it go it's oh, okay um truthjig. you can find it on truthjig.com. com T R U T A. Truth Tr-truth dig. One word. Found it. It actually
1: autofilled. That's interesting. TruthDig.com? dot com.
6: Yeah, it, it's what kind of a report built bulletin, and uh, it's an online thing. And uh, um, it was written yesterday. It's by John Currie. Guantanamo Bay should be closed forever. That's the title of it.
1: We can do a search on it.
4: Uh, if you hear, yeah. read the read the book by that attorney. I think her name was Kahn, K H A N, and she uh-huh. actually was an advocate for the victims down there. And oh, uh, it's, it's a wonderful book. It's a hor- horrible story because some of the victims or some of her clients uh, supposedly end up committing suicide, which which wasn't true um she said that they would they were looking forward to getting her, their case heard and going home and so she felt they were killed and on top of that their bodies were exhumed and i surmised they had implants because the the victims families ordered autopsies had them had them, uh sent back home had them autopsied and found that Particular areas were already taken out, and those areas, you know, probably had implants in them.
6: Yeah, uh, that does not surprise me. But one of the things that um, was um, said in the article was just before the 2008 presidential election, uh, John McCain said. And uh, you know he's he's not so well respected for lots of reasons, um, yeah. but he he says, what is the moral superior, superiority of the United States if we to- torture prisoners? He was right. We lack any moral authority to criticize other countries so long as Guantanamo remains open. Thank
5: you. <laughs>
4: That's like the gun control thing. They're talking about trying to restrict guns in the United States. Here, the United States is funding rebels over in Syria and, and supplying them with arms.
1: <laughs> Does yeah. That yeah, I, I feel safe stating this opinion amongst you guys. You know, we're such a country, you know, and you guys know, I mean, some of you know I've traveled all over. My parents were Europeans, so we spent time in Europe um, in the summers. And our country is like a country that's so full of hypocrisy. Really, you
5: know, like, Mm
1: -hmm. like the Puritans founded our nation, you know, a lot of Puritans, you know, and people seeking refuge and, you know, but at the same time, like the porn in our country is abnormal, like it's completely abnormal, the, you know, the use of porn, you know, I mean, Sweden's known to have porn, but it's a little different, it's not, it's a complete, it's like, I don't know if it's repression. I don't know what it is, you know, because, you know, we're you know, we're taught to, you know, hide our bodies. You know, I am you have to take into consideration I come from Swedish people and you go in the summer you you nude sunbathe. There's like little islands yeah. full of naked people. Yeah. You know? there's, a <laughs>
6: there's a different morality there's a different morality there. I'm not you know, I'm not, I'm not saying bad but I'm not talking about bad versus good. I'm just talking about um it, you know within the context of the good morality there's things that are acceptable there's there, there's certain things that are acceptable uh in in Sweden um that are not acceptable, say maybe in um in, in Italy maybe or some in in, Euro, in European countries and and there's there's lots of things in the United States which aren't accepted, but I think it's a guise. I don't think it's true. I think it's bullshit. I think it's just a cover-up to, to, to um, you know, just to let people think, oh, we're so puritanical. We, we still, you know, we still ad- adhere to, um, you know, t- to the morals of our forefathers. And the con- we, we uphold the constitution i think it all i think it all goes back to to pretending like uh we we uphold the constitution like uh like you know you know like we're all good and everything it's the same thing um hiding that uh you know, hiding your your breasts hiding you know you know you know women uh, you know shouldn't walk' topless unless there's topless speeches or if there's this new beaches everybody can go new it's the same thing it just just looks it's just like a cover up it's bullshit of, of, of our, our culture because it's a lie because there's people that do what they want to do anyway. And it's just basically also form a form of control as well, you know. But, right, you're right, like in the Scandinavian countries, I know I went to Scandinavia a long time ago um, when I was still in high school. And um, and I'm, I'm, not, I'm not 30 anymore, I'm a older than 30. And, and, and um, I, I remember, you know, it was just like a, a breath of fresh air, just a feel of the energy. And you know, people—we could, feel people were like less uptight. This is like in the '70s, you know, mid-'70s. People, people were less uptight. People—I uh, don't know. You like just feel it. You can see the way we, you know, you know how they walk down the street and how they talk to each other. They will—they will have less tension in their bodies, you know. Because there wasn't so much to protect and defend. You know, you just you just just live your life and there's nothing wrong with going to new beaches, there's nothing wrong with that, you know? Blame
4: blame that on the energy here, making everybody paranoid.
6: Yeah, well, it's a, it's a form of control. There's a lot. There's a lot of yeah. control in this country,
5: yeah.
6: and uh, it, it, you know, and, and the most control has been to, to let the whole, to make the whole world think that we're such a, we're such a wonderful country. That's where the, the major form of, of the control comes in. Just, because just, just, a just, just to brainwash, brainwash, everybody and thinking this is the best country in the world. That's where the the, the epitome of control comes in
4: not not going to change unless some of these cell phone towers come come down.
1: Yeah, those are worldwide. Yeah, I mean it's really I mean Italy's crazy. I mean everybody's on cell phones. I mean it's kind of it's I remember like in the 90s they they had um the use of cell phones were unbelievable in Europe, you know. I went with a girlfriend to Italy and it was just unbelievable, you know. But now America's right up there with them. You know, we're all on our little smartphones and getting you know, a bunch of subliminals from our cell phones.
6: Yeah, that's right. Anywhere it can come from, Ella. Anywhere the subliminals can come from. You know. Probably, you, if what you What was mean, the last
1: thing you said? It was a little hard to hear you. I'm sure it's important.
6: I'm, I'm, no, I'm sorry. I said. I said anywhere they can. They it project uh subliminals that uh, um, uh, they'll the project subliminals. I'm sure if you live in New York City and you travel the subways, I'm sure the people traveling in subways are getting some sub- subliminals in the that subways. There, no doubt.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, interesting thing. But, I didn't even think
6: about that. Yeah, in the, the subway stations yeah. a
1: while and
6: uh oh, okay. million, millions and millions of people travel the subways every day as you know. Millions and millions. So I mean what better place to, to project uh subliminals than the subway system. You
1: know, in the doesn't it doesn't feel good, So, I don't platform. know about you. Huh? I mean, it doesn't feel like good subliminals. Like, sometimes you can get no. pressed down there. And I just figured yeah. it was lack of light and people being packed. I'm sure that doesn't help, you know, in, in just the conditions condition sometimes. But, you know. But at the same time, it's the most practical thing you can do. And, you know, but it's definitely, you know, you know, I'm sure it's a couple of factors that it's not the most pleasant thing being packed down there, and then uh, and it's hot in the summer. And you know, I'm sure a lot of people have you know at some point been in subways of some form or another.
6: Well, I think I think long time ago they didn't have air conditioning, but I would think today they would have air conditioning.
1: Maybe I think I don't. You, I remember you know, being extremely hot. I think it depended on the train.
6: Yeah, yeah, that's right.
1: Uh, uh, but how many how
6: many years ago was this, fellow that you travel the train?
1: Um, well, I lived there in the 90s, like in 97, I think, and then I went back there after the Twin Towers event and after uh, my dad died, you know, and then I came back in 2003, and that's when my targeting started, so... Yeah. And I'm sure you know, other people feel the same way. It was like I should have stayed in New York a little bit longer <laughs>
5: You
1: know. Just a little bit longer and I'd be free. But you know, we all have that. We can't go back in time. Apparently there's some rumors that we can somewhat, but, you know, who knows? That's really complicated. I can't wrap my mind around it. I don't know if the, possi- yeah. now, uh, the possibility is there because I've studied some Stephen Hawkins. and um, But, you know, uh, they say that your body couldn't make it. You know, I don't even know how it's possible. I just don't. I can't wrap my brain around it, even though, you know, I really try to understand what he's saying. But, you know, he's one of the world's smartest men. You know, it's just kind of hard. And he has a, a knowledge of physics that's beyond you know, anything I have. So, but, you know, it's it's a scary time and it's kind of exciting. But honestly, my belief is we should go back to a natural time. I wish, you know, I've had visions of just like something going through the system and just blowing up, not hurting anybody, but like the cell phone towers, uh, yeah. the, you know, and the phones and, the, and that there was no electricity. I mean, electricity, yeah. yes. But none of the, anything that, like, requires these satellites or that requires, um, um, you know, cell phone towers or media, you know, I just, you know, it's a shame. You know, it's just something I, it's a personal desire, you know, just a return to simpler times where we know we had free thoughts. So I think that, you know, I really think it was about making us docile. And not making us question authority. Other countries do it too, but they use alcohol. That's a personal belief too. I think, you know, when you've traveled you you start to wonder about things. And I I thought, wow, they really um they really you know, they really drink here, you know, and I think in a you know, I think it, you know, it might have stayed out a lot if they didn't realize that there's some kind of benefit to keeping people drunk and numb. So what's your opinions on that?
4: Let's have a beer.
1: <laughs> With that said, I, did, you know, occasionally I like to have that, and you know, and but it becomes a crutch, you know. But, hey, it does make everything all right just for a little bit, so, you know. But there's some cultures that just drink, oh, my goodness, like Ireland, the Scandinavian, well, a lot of European countries, they really drink. England, you know, they drink a lot, so... You know, I just, anything that seems like it's trying to control or government tries to control, that used to bother me before targeting. I've always been conscientious about the environment, the corporations. I mean, I've always been anti-corporation to some degree or another. And this monopolization, and anybody's aware of it, um, um, knows that, like, these huge companies are buying up all these other companies and basically have a monop- monopoly. And that's one of the, you know, that's... Something that's supposed to be so anti American, yet it happens, anyways. It's in the same case. So, you know, and I know this, you know, this, this targeting is um, more than, um, in, you know, we know it's worldwide. So, hold on just two seconds. I'll be right back. I do have kids, and when they come in and they're around, I try to um, converse with them a little bit try to get them to go outside um i don't know anybody else want to you know discuss any of these matters or even move on to a different talk topic and um you know i love to hear different ideas it educates me it educates other listeners if you feel comfortable you know feel free i can maybe talk a little bit about david voigt and i mean i think that's a really uh you know, I have, of course, you know, subjectively it's very important to me, but I think as a whole and as a community it's extremely important to our group.
4: I'm going to take a break, Ella. Thanks for hosting the call, and you're doing a great job.
1: Thanks, Ken. I'll talk to you tomorrow, and we'll pick up where we left off and have those discussions.
4: God bless I'm excited
1: to hear what ideas you came up with.
4: Yeah, you'll like them. Bye-bye. Okay.
1: All good.
6: Hey, hey L- 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 yeah. I had to answer the door. Are you closing the call? Um, No, not yet. No. Oh, okay. Okay. I was gone for a while, then you said, okay, we'll see everybody tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I was talking to Ken. Yeah,
1: I was just, Ken was going to, you know, get back to some of his stuff and some of his things and, you okay. know. Yeah, I like talking to you and Ken. You guys are like, you guys are informed and you've been really helpful and. You know, I think I listened to you a lot, Lonnie, when I first uh, became a part of this community.
6: I sure don't know everything, and it changes. As soon as I know something, it changes anyway. I was trying something he he talked about, though. He was talking about taking foil and lining it with uh, duct tape. (laughs) What did he say? Because I want to hear it again. Ken was was talking about taking foil and lining it with duct tape, and then he said he puts the the duct tape part next to his head and he thinks maybe the like the glue or something might be you know, might be shielding. I don't know. I've been working
1: and the on thickness this. And the thickness of the duct tape because a lot of times just thickness tends to do something.
6: Yes. So. And the cheaper duct tape they're making really cheap duct tape these days. So if you get the better, you're better off. But I was trying it for plastic. With plastics, you know, to see how that works. But Anyway, we'll see. I'll let him know if it works.
1: Yeah, do you know? And I didn't understand like you. You know, you guys would say put a bunch of weed block. You know, do you like five layers of weed weed block? um in you know in between your sheet and your blanket but i realize it's a thickness thing and you guys would say oh put on leather coats you know and you Mm -hmm. know and it does help whenever you're getting those attacks and you're getting cut or i don't know how many people get that but you just you feel like all these cuts and pain and you know Mm -hmm. and i put on that coat and it really seems to help and that silver all hat like i know ken doesn't believe in that but i just feel like those that um, less EMF thing, you know, it's popular for a reason. You know, for a lot of us, and I love those caps. You know, when oh, I'm right. getting hit, you know, when I'm getting hit in the head, it's like it just saves me. They come underneath sometimes, but sometimes they don't waste their time. You know, they let me be. You know, they don't try to go around it every time. Although it was discouraging when I first got in. I almost just said, screw this hat. Excuse my (laughs) French. Or excuse me. (laughs) I don't like to talk like that because, you know, I don't let my kids talk like that. Um, So... um, yeah, when I first got that cap, I'm like, you know, what's the point? They just go around it, you know. But then I put it on again, and they didn't necessarily do it. So, you know, I highly suggest just if if you're not finding success right away, to try it again.
6: So, do you agree, Lonnie? Well, uh, I I've, I've never had one of their hats. I got I got that hooded shirt one time, and it. Well, I don't really like to sleep with that much on me, you know. Anyway, so what I did was take a a sheet of it, you know, a piece of it and wrap it around my head a lot.
0: And I noticed
6: that the more layers I had there, the better it was. That the the energy was still there. And I knew it was buzzing around all over the place. But it didn't affect me as much as it had. I think Derek put it well one time, though, about putting things on. He said, leather acts like a, a second skin. And I think that's probably true.
1: Yep, I agree. It really does. And the first thing, when it, the second T.I. I ever spoke to, she said, you got to put on those leather jackets. And she had, like, leather hats on, and she put, you know, I believe it's Sat, you know, and she put all the stuff in there, you know. And, and I was like, oh, wow, because it was so new to me, the idea of shielding, because I went, like, so long without any shielding or um, anything. You know, I didn't know. You don't know. And, um, yeah, so, yeah, that was one of the first things I was taught. It's I'm pretty warm right from... now. If you live in those southern states, it's probably a little inconvenient to be wearing
6: yes, And who's the, the woman down in Arizona who sleeps in her garage at 120 degrees? I can't imagine that.
1: Yeah, I think it's Flo, if that's her yes. name, the cartoonist, right?
6: Yeah, yeah she does it at all. I
1: don't think I'm going to go to that extreme. Number one, I'm married. <laughs> that wouldn't last very long. <laughs> So. Yeah, you're
6: right. You're right. It is um, Flory. Yeah, she's the one that um, sleeps in her garage. Yeah. And and, and, has, um,
1: and yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted.
6: Um, did, did you did you um, did you know Ella Day voice was on the Power Hour?
1: Yeah, I know. I I, I I'm gonna take credit because I got him on it. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that
6: cool? Yeah. Have you have you listened to it?
1: I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I know it's like one of the top-ranked national AM stations, and I'm proud of myself. Really, I'm going to give myself a pat back. Yeah,
6: uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, well, 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 essentially, yeah, yeah. Kudos to you, Ella. You've you, you done good. um
1: it's hard when you're being targeted too. You're like, oh my god, I got to get through this. I got to do this, you know. And you know, and of well, course, it's more than just like the physical stuff. It's like something with the brain, you know. Like all of a sudden, you're foggy and it's a little hard to articulate, and and you know, and then trying to get, you know. David, to be able to pick up, and, you know, we're learning as we go. Now we have scheduled times that he's got to sit there and talk, you know, or, or not got to. He came up with it as well. I was thinking the same thing. Like, we've got to get him, you know, and he's so intelligent, he just figures it out. Um, he's, you know, we, it was really hard to talk, and he had a hard time with all the noise when he was walking on the – roads and being out of cell phone range but you know we've got a system now it's working out you know we're figuring out as we go and we're getting more and more effective so if we did this well in west virginia just two states imagine how it's going to be by the time you know he gets even further because we've got it down now so yeah the wiki pages i go to these wiki pages and i just looked up ohio that's his next state of entry and I mean, I found 200 radio stations. I want to be making some serious calls. I know it's overwhelming for them sometimes because they'll get a bunch of calls all at once, you know, but, um, you know. And, how, and
6: how, I'm, how, do you, how, how do you find and you just ask for it? You ask for it on Google or, um, or whatever? Yeah. They, um, list,
1: I, put, I put, you know, you can even go straight to Wiki, but I put... List of radio stations in Ohio, and it was a huge amount. West Virginia is very yeah. concrete, very hilly, and so there's, as big as it is, you can't, you know, there's not a lot of, you know, it's population uh, minimal because of all the hills and the mountains and difficulty right. to get to places. So, yeah, Ohio, right. yeah,
5: Ohio,
1: yeah. We're, I'm going to oh. be busy on the phone for sure, and hopefully, yeah. you know, it won't be too overwhelming because we're getting better at, you know, um, how we approach it, what we say. Mm-hmm. Although he's such an easy yeah. sell, and then you just—I love to just get them in touch with him because he knows he, you know, he's—he doesn't even try to sell. He's not that kind of person. But he just talks about what he knows and what he does, and
6: you know. It's yeah, adorable. and and and, he, and 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 also he puts out this this field of I'm sane, I'm 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 rational. There's nothing there's nothing wrong in my mind or anything. i, I you know, I, I'm, um, I, I. You know what he puts out? He puts out. I believe in me. I believe in me. So, being he so so emphatically believes in himself, then it's kind of infectious. Everybody else is going to believe in him, and he has this very strong, uh, very strong um, 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 transmission that he really believes in himself. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, and he knows
1: what he's talking That's about. What it is. Yeah, you know, and he
6: has the confidence. Well, you have to, I think the first thing you have to have is, is belief in yourself, believing in yourself before you can have that strong um, uh, confidence in yourself, you know, and everything else follows, you know. And um, I guess he comes from the kind of family where they all believed in him, you know. So he, he therefore came naturally that he believed in himself very strongly. So, uh, well, I want to ask you something. Being we live in the same area, uh, on AM, are there any any of these stations we can pick on on AM?
1: Are any of these? Why, it's a little hard to hear you again.
6: I'm sorry. Are any of these stations, uh, can we pick it up on AM?
1: Yep, you can pick them up on AM. Some of them, you know, aren't national. I've been really going after. Once I realized what an easy sell it was in West Virginia and how curious people were, you know, if they, you know, a lot of times it's like they don't have space. You know, they already have talk. They already have interviews for a week or two or whatever. But not to mean that they're not to mean they're going to be picked up. But what was my point? Now I went off on a tangent. I'm going to say on topic
6: oh um oh, yeah I no, no, no I was asking you if, have you have you been able to listen to on just regular old fashioned a m radio any of these uh shows?
1: No, I haven't. I'm too busy. I'm too busy. Um, I just figured we're gonna, it's going to catch up. Me and David are going to have a time to actually listen to it because we're so busy. I'm making calls like all, you know, until, you know, closing of these businesses. He's hiking. You know, and then I have kids, you know, intermittently, you know, and i got to really give my kids attention. And so, no, I actually haven't even heard them, although I know the newspapers are positive. And so, you know, I'm sure they're unbiased. They just, you know, interview him. And the thing back to his confidence is because he knows what he's talking about because he was in the Navy and he understands this technology. He knows it exists, so there's no question in his mind. You know, whereas we guess a lot and we have to surmise and, you know, you know, we don't, you know, we just guess. You know, although I, you know, we know that this technology exists.
6: You know, a lot of us, you know, so he he, he has he he has the backbone of the navy, of the navy whereas we're not in the navy, so we don't have those credentials, we don't have those letters after our names. So people are more apt to believe him than they are us. So that's why he took the stand that he did and he said, I'm gonna walk I'm gonna work cross country and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna promote our cause. I'm gonna educate people, inform people because he new. He had, you know, all the moxie because people are going to naturally believe him. He, he was in he was in the armed forces. He did that. I mean, who is not? Most Americans are going to believe believe people who've been in the armed forces. Then, I mean, most people are. And and the only ones that might not believe him are maybe the really radical people to kind of disdain the the, the um the military, and that means they disdain everybody. It doesn't matter. What compartment, they don't compartmentalize anything, they just just hate the military, generally speaking. The only people are kind of, I'm not going to listen to him, but the majority of people are going to listen to him. The majority of people uh, respect the armed forces in this country, respect them. So uh, that's why he has so much ground. That's why he has so much, uh, you know, formidability because of where he's been and uh his education behind it and um he's trained don't oh, forget yeah, he's trained he's was he was trained to be in the service boot camp and everything he had mental training and all these trainings which has helped him just compound all his other uh his his his, his natural abilities to talk to people to express himself really eloquently, which he does greatly um to to to, to, to you know to disseminate the information he knows in a really intelligible way, he knows how to do it, um, and and that's that's that strength comes from his training too, and and you know you know working and the Navy and doing his job, and sure he did it really well, and so that's where all this that's where all this comes in into play. Everything he's done is coming into play now. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. I, so uh, he's, yeah, he's got a lot going for him. So he's using it. I mean, he—I mean, he wouldn't have said, "Put me, sign me up." I mean, he wouldn't have said, "Sign me up," if he didn't know what he was going to do.
1: Can you talk Can you, to you again? You're getting a little muffled.
6: I'm sorry. Yeah, I said he, he wouldn't have signed up for this. I mean, who would sign up for this? The only reason is why he signed up for this because he knew he could probably uh, he could do an, he he could, he could he could do impact he could he could have an impact. That's why he did it. He wouldn't have done it if it was just a regular ordinary Joe. You, you know, GI Joe. He he wouldn't have done this. And there's a lot of you know, ordinary G. I. Joe's in, in the military that really, you know, just in the military. But he's you know, he's he's exemplary. Obviously he he's exemplary. And uh he's he's put out and he said, Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna stand by this lie. I'm gonna do the right thing and he's doing the right thing. God yeah, bless he has
1: conscience. him. He says basically I mean, he's in he's uh no, he's really polite, but I don't know if I'm so okay to share this, but he did share with someone that these people, you know, in the Navy, they get unconscionable. You get a bunch of guys full of testosterone and probably some mind control or whatever they do, you know, the way they yeah. – I heard they try to create sociopaths. You know, and it's very difficult for people to have a conscience. They come back with PTSD. But, you know, they are programmed, and that seems to be common knowledge. You know, they break them down, build them back up. Sounds like our program. Not as extreme, but that's what they do. They've got it down. After 50 years, they know how to do it.
6: Dave so. said something that I remembered that I appreciated, too. He said part of his training was they talked about my culture and some of the terrible things that happened through that. And he said they told they told him, and he said they told us, they told all of us, that if you ever see anything like that, you need to stand up and go against it. And that's what he's doing. Yeah.
1: Well that's good. I'm glad they did say something like that. You know, um, hold on uh thirty seconds guys. One
3: second, I got kids here.
1: Okay, sorry about that. I will have small interruptions, you know, you know. Kids need to be you know, sometimes they need immediate attention. Um, you know. One of the things I'm really trying to do is, you know, very gently let my kids know um, about the government and some of the hypocrisy that goes on. And, you know, um, I've talked about in a general way some of the, uh, you know, the possibility of mind control and uh, and subliminals and um, some of the, you know, Guantanamo, you know, Guantanamo Bay a little bit and um m k ultra I just you know without you know using my story, although they do know I'm going through something you know they do they've heard me screaming, they've heard me in pain, they've heard me you know discuss you know they you know my health comes up, you're in the same house, you know, so and I know they prefer to have it, you know these programs want you alone to do it, but you know what you know just makes me seem like a crazy person, you know, so you know, it's not that difficult for them, even if you are living with people, because, you know, it sounds so unlikely, you know, especially to an adult man. With well, children, are a little more receptive, but you have to, you know, you have to you have to keep them a little bit sheltered. It's just too much. So that's how I've approached it. And I don't know if other people have kids on the call or, you know, have children that are still, or, or grown children that they talk to. You know, I'm curious. I've listened to some women that have grown children and what they say to their kids and you know, it seems they keep it pretty general. Yeah, it's been good. All this stuff with David is really great. You know, and it's positive. And you know, and if you weren't on the call the other day, um, you know, John Hall because of that New York Times article is getting um, some interest and in even some interviews. I don't know if that's accurate. I haven't spoken to him personally, but you know, it's been. T- I've been told um, that. Um, You know, he is getting some interviews out of it, and he's such a credible person as well. You know, we know the people to go to for credibility, but, you know, at the same time, you know, I know some of them are tired. You know, some of them have gotten scared. You know, one person, one gentleman, I know has gotten scared and wants to live and, you know, doesn't want to get too involved, you know, and, you know, so, but he seems to still be taking some stands. So, what
6: was the name of the radio station that Dave was on?
1: The Power Hour, and it's nationally syndicated, so you may find a small, you know, I'm sure you can do it online and listen to a podcast similar to what we have, but it's pre recorded. Okay. You know? Great. And then he's done a couple other interviews as well, Country Station out there, you know, he did some country. The thing about him is he appeals to so many genres, you know, and mm-hmm. he's spoken to churches before, and they, they get it. You know, he says they seem to get it. Yes. So it seems like all people are interested in it, the way he presents it, because it's not too scary. It's a little scary, you know, but he, you know, explains it in a way that makes sense, you know, yeah. on some level, without scaring them, you know.
6: It's yeah.
5: just
1: kind of the tip of the iceberg, what he talks about.
6: Well, I think we have a tendency to make it all sound spooky, and he doesn't do that. It's just a matter of facts, you know. Sort Very fact facts. That's it, yeah.
5: Uh, Hi. Hi. Good evening.
6: Hi.
2: Hi. Um, uh, I just had um gotten a message um earlier in the day from Ella still standing um so I'm uh, just checking out. I've been checking out you guys for like about um an hour or so and that and um, definitely um a lot of the stuff that um you guys have been talking about. I, I know definitely hits home for me uh, living in the city as well. And that I don't know how many times um, with all the programming that goes on within like the New York City subway system and that every time uh, I would get in the system, you would hear the, this is the message from the you-know-who and that keep your belongings inside at all times and all that other nonsense and that, that they do. It's just such programming upon programming upon programming upon programming with everybody um, within the subway uh, uh, system, and, that. And, and and in particular with us being targeted individuals as well. And the thing that really struck me um, about this whole New York Times article, and, and trust me, it was one of the worst pieces of um, yellow journalism that I've ever seen in my life, um, to use this guy's uh, information that uh, that that uh, um, the um, the offer had uh, had used in that, and to try to paint it up as just us banding together as a bunch of psychopaths uh, who are just thinking about ourselves, who are just thinking that everybody around the corner is uh, uh, somehow our enemy. No, not everybody around the corner is our enemy, but there is a clear vision that these people have in trying to destroy us and we and we are just trying to make sure we get that word out to other people and one of the questions that I had for you guys is um, you talking about uh, um, about this guy and he gets the word out and not and not making it so spooky how do you guys uh, um, go about and making other people uh, know about it besides um, this you know forum right here
1: Well, this forum seems to be typically perps and TI. I mean, you know, the perps, that come in and they do stuff in the chat room. It's not a lot, but um, it seems to be our TI community as a whole. And um, so one of the ways, there's so many different ways. Um, Because I'm so closely involved with David, you know, know, media, um, you know, approaching newspapers. We have people doing a lot of YouTube videos, which is highly effective. Um, You know, and then... um, I go out and I do flyers. I know it sounds really simple, but it gets the word out. I'll do whatever it takes, you know, and I'll have small conversations trying to warm people up, Try, I'm sorry, trying to warn people that, you know, the government isn't this perfect entity. And most people suspect that now. They know. They have Internet. They know. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, their minds are a little open that, you know, maybe the government's not on the up and up. You know, it seems like most people know that by now. So mm-hmm. it gives you a little room you know, but I start kinda of simple. It depends where I'm at. If I'm in the city, you know, I might be I talk more, much more open. I'll even bring up subliminals and how long that's been going on and I talk about, you know, the technology and the directed energy weapons. Where I live specifically, I take that in consideration. It's a very sheltered little community. We have zero crime, zero sexual predators. So you can imagine the mentality here, you know, and I have a lot of Mormons. We have all kinds of people here. And it's a great I wish I could be that mindset. I wish I wasn't oblivion and happy and raising kids and you know, hanging out with the ladies and having wine, you know, but that's not my existence. You know, right. so I just, you know, I bring up Wi Fi, I bring up, you know, uh some of these programs in a very gentle way, you know. I don't say too much. I have to feel people out. You know, mm-hmm. people that oh, have course traveled, huh?
2: Yeah, I said of course because um, I know for me, if if, if the, that person doesn't understand the way how the new world order works on an everyday basis, and that I don't even bother like trying to like explain this type of stuff to them, and that, but there there are a few people who, if I see that they understand it, then I can slowly. You know, just talk to them little by little about these little different programs or whatnot. And I'll bring up people like Bill Cooper and then obviously he was a TI. Uh, um, when you go over the, the things that went on in his life towards the end. Um, Definitely, um you know some of the stuff that Edward Snowden was talking about and 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 just just little by little like start to like uh give them information myself about uh this type of stuff and that, but majority of the folks in that you know they just seem to be just somewhat awake about it, but not enough awake about it, if you get what I'm saying, and um yep. yeah, you know yeah, and some here. and for some people you know they just don't want to believe that oh, um, there, there's just this group of people who just sit around 24 hours a day who just want to ruin your life and whatnot. And that's kind of like been one of the biggest obstacles that I've faced, um, you know, street level with this type of stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, I appreciate – thanks for joining. I really appreciate it. I think we need to have an expanded community with ideas because ideas are what's going to help us. Um Absolutely. So- you know, but you're in a you're in a city area. I'll keep it vague. Um, where there's, you know, I when I lived there, it expanded my mind. You know, before prior to all this, and I learned a lot. And you know, people there are a little more open because there there's an intelligence level and a and a pool of knowledge in them that you know little they're more receptive. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like nature too much. I couldn't be there for too much longer. I mean, I know there's some yeah. things like that, but I didn't grow up there, you know. And I just, you know, I love nature. I love trees. I love the ocean. And you know, it's just a little hard and a little clustered for me. You know, it's pretty uh, intense.
2: But, Understood. Understood. Yeah, well, I well uh, for from what I've heard, um, New York is like the number one city with this uh, uh, stuff. Anyways, uh, so. Yeah, I, I, I just see that wherever you are in it, you're going to have like a, that uphill climb in that. But I think um, like the big cities are like where all the gang stalking uh, really takes place. And then and maybe like some of the outer areas and that, you you know, you still have some of the gang stalking, but you may deal more with the electronic stuff and that uh, outside of the big city.
1: Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised when when I had it really bad. Um, any time I went out, it was like a gang of people, people walking their dogs and doing the phone thing with me. I'd go to the restaurant. They'd sit right next to me. I don't know how they time all that stuff. There'd be like a table next to me. and oh, yes. uh, You know what I mean? And its I was so shocked. And I go to the beach, you're surrounded by them. You know, I didn't, didn't have a job at the time. I was, you know, my job was taking in kids and trying to you know improve their life on some level and give them love and stability as a foster parent and you know it was unbel- I was overwhelmed you know and I actually stopped taking in kids at that point because I was just such an emotional wreck you know
5: mm-hmm.
1: I, you know but it's more than just that I realized you know they got frequencies you know and they can create anxiety and they can create that feeling of you know being overwhelmed and um you know, and just, uh, you know, that's, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with Delgado and his studies. Do you know about that?
2: No, I don't. Uh, not so much. Give it a
1: look. Give it a look. It's okay. right. Delgado, And that is common knowledge, or I don't know common, but it is, you know, it's it's validated. It's It really happened. He You know, he lived until, like, 2012 and retired in San Francisco. And, uh, yeah, that's something to give a look and see, you know, see what you think about that. And then, um you know, if you don't know already, you know, there's a guy named Robert Duncan and yeah. he has, you know, you know about him and he has mm-hmm. some great YouTube videos. You know, he was on Jesse Ventura and that's that's a great video, although it's really hard to find that video now. There's just like a four minute clip and other people might have noticed that. I think it was called Mind Invaders and then there's mm-hmm. one on target individuals that takes a little bit of searching um and there's one he had with tyrone Dew. it's really interesting incredible those are the first few that i saw people suggested those to me when i I first got in this community and they were really helpful and it was just like wow that's what's going on you know and
2: yeah yeah i'm still learning uh quite a bit about uh of this stuff um as far as um on the very individual level um you know about the targeting and everything like that. I've very much understood like the you know like the overall things and that I see this very much fitting into the globalist plans for world domination and all of this other type of stuff. And that we they're basically using us as like uh, uh, test dummies and all of this type of stuff. And that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, and you know it's the mo it's one of the most disgraceful tactics that these uh, globalists uh, are using. Against us, you know what I'm saying, and it's a darn disgrace that they're doing this to us.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it is
2: a disgrace. It's a disgrace in that. And and my thing and is to you know, I would like to be able to work a bit more with other TIs and and, and everything, and and not just get have like TIs, uh, but you know, other people within the 9/11 Truth Movement. Um, who are aware of this type of stuff and that oath keepers and, and all of this type of stuff, get these type of people really aware about like the everyday thing. I think some people understand some of this stuff and that, but you know, there's even people within alternative media and that who don't really, who don't fully get what's going on with this uh, uh, type of stuff. And I you know, thank God we have people um, like Shepard and Bellis who understands, very much what's going on with uh, uh, the targeting community and have articles every day pretty much nowadays that deal with this, you know, this type of stuff. So that's a good thing, but I'd love to get, uh, you know, all uh, different types of folks together to really get the word out, to really get people to understand what's going on and to really, you know, maybe one day and that all of us, as TIs have victory over this situation and that, because as far as I'm concerned, this shouldn't be happening to any one of us. And and the fact that it's happened to any of us and that is, you know, our our people are saying this is a disgrace and that, and it it sickens me to my stomach to when I go outside and go to, uh, let's say, uh, to uh, um, one of those gourmet groceries and that, to constantly having to have uh, people crowd me me up on the back, uh, you know, uh, um, behind me as I'm, like, going to the counters and stuff like that. Or if I take uh, money out of the bank account. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, These people talking about how much money I took out of the bank account. Uh, Wait a minute. Um, Don't you guys have something better to do with your lives than that? These people should be prosecuted, you know?
1: Yeah, I think we all feel that way, and we have these same thoughts, exactly.
2: hmm mm-hmm.
1: You know, and oh, I, yeah. I think about what if American citizens, and even some of the, you know, more reputable, I wouldn't say reputable politicians, but, you know, people that don't know, what would they think? What would they do? What, I mean, they'd be blown away, they'd be sad, I mean, they would be, there might be a revolt, a revolt in some manner, you know, and. That's why I think education's so important you know, but absolutely you no know, unfortunately, you know it's gonna take a little time, but you know there are little bits of truth all online that are reputable, like um this Google phone where you just answer you know and they already have like it's kind of common i mean it's 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 believable, it's reachable, and Google's touted it too that you're gonna be able to talk on a just person to person. Like just in your mind, you answer your phone. That technology is, you know, Google supports that and has said that that's true and that's what they're developing. So mm-hmm. there's a little proof there. You know, and Absolutely. then you have, you know, some of these studies, these neuroscience studies that are going on in these bigger universities. We know that, you know, that's, we're part of their experimentation. But a lot of that information and their findings, that's, that's, you know, viable information that's online. People like to read what, you know, universities come up with. It's just a taste of what's happening with us, but they talk about being able to influence our minds. You know, and Delgado, I believe, was with Yale or Harvard, and that's information that's easy accessible on Wikipedia. Um,
5: Mm -hmm. And there's books,
1: he's written books about it. So there are little hints all, I mean, all over online, if people took the time to research it, or we can point them in that direction. Exactly. We mm-hmm. have, you know, we have legit sources to back up our what we're saying. You know, you mm-hmm. have, to, have to piece it together, you know, but, you know, and then what other thing? Um, the robotics, you know, the ability to speak uh, through a computer. If you're not just like Stephen Hawkins, you can have the thought and he speaks through a computer. So the knowledge is there and it's, you know, and that's, you know, something people are, You know people that are familiar with Stephen Hawkins know that and then um, the ability to help uh, I don't know why he doesn't use this technology people maybe because it's his entire body but you know people that can't walk can walk people that can't hear can hear now and that's the positive use of this technology you know but we get the reverse use you know of course yeah right and so, you know, it's just a matter of educating, you know, and there's validating information. It's just, you know, it just needs – people need to piece it together. But most people don't even know this is going on. But if they did, oh, yeah. they might be able to piece together the truth.
2: Yeah, I'm posting up videos every day on my account uh, to make people know, because uh, there's a lot of stuff, like you said, on YouTube uh, from Robert Duncan and other people, uh, when it, you know, when it comes to this type of stuff. And it's just um, – you know, people just gotta wanna uh, uh, wanna uh, uh, understand this stuff, and that you know what I'm saying. Uh, because um, I, I, I find I find folks who are very open, and, and then just like a majority of folks who are just like, wait, you know, no, you know, not, I can't believe this stuff, and 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 and, and, and well, basically, what I, what I, uh, from those type of folks, I just see that you know you could put every bit of information in front of their face and they just don't want to like check it out and that but you do you will um but the our job is just to keep on forging and forging ahead and, until we find people who do understand what's going on and who will um uh give us uh give us an ear if you will
1: yeah like even one thing in my community, I flyer the cars a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and that gives them a time to read it when they're home. And a lot of the kind of people that I live around, they're not going to throw it away and discard it. It's as easy to right. they have time to read mm-hmm. it. It's at home, they read right. it. It's disturbing to them. Mm-hmm. I hear rumors about Good. it. You know, but when I'm speaking to people in my community, I'm a little gentle. They don't know who's putting those flyers on the car. But when I'm speaking mm-hmm. to them, I keep it kind of gentle. But, you know, I put right. out big truth, and it, of course it's just the tip of the iceberg, and I put it out on the cars, you know, and uh, so, and they can go home and let that soak in, and maybe they're going to start seeing things on TV that kind of back it up, you know, so,
6: mm-hmm.
1: you know, but I, yeah, I do, I do a lot of, I'm sorry?
6: Oh, no, I don't want to interrupt you. I wanted to, I wanted to uh, um, substantiate something that this gentleman was saying before. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Oh, okay. Well, there was an Ellen show a while back, and she made an announcement to her audience. She says, "Um, guys, um, there's a kind of machine we have here, and it can read your minds. And she said it like three times. It can read your minds. And we have it. We have it here because we want to know how everybody's thinking about our show. What what you guys think and feel about our show so we can improve my show. So um I wonder how much of that went over the audience's head because that's a that's a big mouthful. I mean reading my mind. I'm sitting in the audience and Ellen comes out and says there's something that's reading my mind that's like is it this is a violation of my privacy. You know, so like that to that be thinking thought. Yeah, team. yeah, yeah, she awesome. she came she out. reaches she, a lot
5: of
1: moms and kids, kids like, yeah. you know, kids, wow, so,
6: I'm so glad she did that. So, 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 so that, that uh, would so also a point to, I showed have the only AV one muscles. Uh, okay, so so can you hear me now? Yes, can you hear me now? Okay, so so that also points to that other a lot of other shows are using that too, and they're not that they're not coming out and announcing it. They're not coming out and saying it. You know that they're are not being open about it and they and are doing it and and that's used to uh, to pretty much uh, improve their shows you, you know you know, the better there's better the shows it's uh, but yeah, I'm sure this has been going on for a long time reading minds, and so that that how are they reading minds i mean are, are they taking? fMRI mris of people's brains instantaneously while they're sitting in the audience watching the show, listening to the show. Uh, you, you know, I'm willingly I'm enjoying the show and not knowing there's anything else but enjoying you know, the show. And, and, uh, and so they're coming in. So it must take a very short period of time then to take um, – um and MRIs you will know, have everything, uh, you know, uh picking up perpetual thinking uh to take place and and, and and it's probably like very quick. It's probably very speedy. You know And, and imagine what that. might also
2: be going through the cable boxes as well.
1: Yep, I know that. Yep, I know it. I can feel it because, you know, I'm so sensitive that I can feel microwaves, and I know they're packed with audio and subliminals, and I know that if you you can do research. Not only, like, have there been subliminals, and there's a lot of information about that, like, you know, the, the first were the radio stations sending subliminals, and then TV, and I've heard that for years, even way prior to this, that there were subliminals. All around us and in commercials. Commercials are huge subliminal subliminals coming at you. And I've heard yeah, that for you know. years. And even when I was like a young kid, you know, I remember it. Because now, like, all it triggered all the times I heard it, you know. And so, you know, and then even more so than that, like Disney, they would start with like, I don't know if you guys have heard this too, like the Disney cartoons, they start with, a genital and build a cartoon character around it, like a penis. And then they make it turn it into a character. So there's all this sexualization, like hidden in Disney. And you guys probably know that Disney. Absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, that was disturbing to me. I was like, it's you know, very I,
2: disturbing. Uh, uh, the, uh, the, all the sim, uh, uh, Illuminati symbolism and all the sex, uh, nonsense oh. that goes on with, uh, the typical Disney film. And, and, and it's all throughout entertainment, uh, you know, let's let's be real with that. I mean, um, you know, everything that's going on with us, and that we're just a small part of, uh, but a very important part—a small part, but a very important part of this whole massive scheme of what the Illuminati uh, 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 has planned for us here uh, uh, in the states and throughout the world. Um, the, all the symbolism that you see with for the sports, and that I don't know. Um, if any of you guys are like familiar with Zachary Hubbard or, 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 or whatnot um but he uh, is one who um uh constantly goes over um uh, some some numerology system called gematria and he's able to like predict like all the super bowl scores and and, and be able to explain like like all the little symbolism that goes on at these types of events and that he predicted uh, um last year's super bowl final to the team Knew who the teams were, the predicted the score, um, because of the fact of um, all, all the factors that were uh, involved in it. You had like the Black Panther movement and whatnot, and like the quarterback was like related to um, uh, uh, Huey Newton and all of this other type of stuff. So these guys are like deliberately, for many years, of going about sending messages uh, uh, to the people and. And what they and and they and they're able to do that to mass audiences, a, 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 a on a fly, now. And, and what amazes me is that how they can just get these resources and that then to turn it around on all of us individually through cable boxes, through V two K, through, um, whatever uh, uh, with organized gang stalking and stuff and whatnot. It just it. I mean. The methods at which these people are ju- are just able to just get into your life is just so disturbing And that. And, and if you're with someone who was just um uh maybe sheeple about this type of stuff and that it it, it it'll be it, it'll be overwhelming for uh uh you to like even try to understand. For me, when it was first going on, if this stuff—if I didn't understand uh, uh, any little bit about the New World Order—I probably wouldn't have believed this and that. I mean, what you got people uh, um, uh, um, uh, everywhere where you go, and that um, making different comments about your past or whatnot. And some, and some of us as TIs, uh, we even had sirens, helicopters, and all of this other type of stuff flying over us and whatnot to make us look even worse. Yeah, you know, so they make you look like a, uh, 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 they, they basically make you look like a criminal or whatnot, a fugitive on the run, and all of this other type of stuff and that, and it, 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 it's a disgrace. Um, um, so, and to get back to like what uh, she was saying, I've uh, some of the people that I've seen in the media themselves, and it are just some of the worst at it. Okay, like you talk about Ellen and whatnot. I, in my experiences, like listening to the local news, um, a lot of times I would have to like uh, uh, tape it myself and that in order not to hear the targeting. Because any time I would listen live to the news, it was always the local news anchors talking about some personal situation that I was going through. Yeah, and I was, you know, I was just like, wow, and that, and and like people, other people recently. I've started to learn a bit more about this uh, uh, type of stuff. Like, I knew it always was was going on, but I did not know, oh, that's what it's called. Oh, that's what they're doing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And starting to, like, reach out to other TIs about this stuff. And I, I, I would hear their accounts, and they would tell me, like, yeah, there'll be DJs on the radio stations, Playing that person's song, and that just uh, when the person uh, comes on, or some jazz like that, and I'm just like, whoa, yeah. This is uh, I I don't know how much of that has happened to you in that, but that's happened to me. It's happened over uh, uh, TIs quite a bit, and that is it just
1: happened to me. media campaigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. great Yeah, that was one of the first things I noticed that in the gang stalking. Hmm. But I wasn't sure how they were doing it
2: right yeah well you know and and the thing is in that you know um definitely some of the things that you were saying was uh definitely um something that we could probably use in that I mean, because this is definitely something as far as i'm concerned the info the info war if you will and that we have to win this uh and we have to um uh, uh um really get that word out to more people about this stuff and that because um uh, uh, uh that that's gonna be the key in that to us having uh that, to us having the victory uh over uh, over these uh uh of uh, people in that. I mean uh, um, a um friend of mine would always used to say, you know what, they're not even people, they're demons in <laughs> that, you know. I don't know how I feel accurate.
5: feel
1: that way. I do. <laughs> I feel like Satan's workers or something. It's just unbelievable and unfathomable to me.
5: Hmm. Mm
1: right. I think I know who you are, and I appreciate you coming on the call. I really like your information. Do you want to Thank share you. your YouTube, um, you know, uh, where we can see your videos?
2: Um, I don't really have, like, a lot of videos online and whatnot, um, myself and that, but I just share them on my Facebook account. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I like yeah. yeah.
2: account.
1: Very Th- informative. Thank and, you. And um, so... Um, Oh, what was I going to say? There was something that came up. Um, Oh, do you know the, okay, I have a couple of ideas. You seem kind of an activist type. Um, I heard, there is a great uh, site, and her name is online. It's humanitywarriors.com. Maybe you guys can work together a little bit. I mean, she's on the West Coast, but she's amazing. She's got great ideas. I mean, the things she's Mm -hmm. done. She gets a few people out there, if she even has to pay them, and they they hold a sign over the 405 freeway in L.A. that talks about satellite terrorism. It's
5: amazing. Mm.
1: And then she she came up with this idea. This is more doable if you're, like, on an individualistic, you know, uh, if you're just an individual trying to do this. Um, You come up with a couple signs with some information, and you pay some of the homeless, to hold the sign. They usually have another sign, too, but they got two hands and they're willing to do it for some money. So mm-hmm. that
5: was another idea that
1: I thought was phenomenal. And I came up with it. I'm sure it's not like the first person who came up with it. Um, you uh, write on a dollar bill a website for some information or your Facebook. And, um, yeah, I went and got my little fine tooth sharpies, you know, fine tooth, fine um, point.
5: Mm-hmm. And
1: you can write on a dollar bill. And I got a bunch of ones. So that way it circulates better. So anytime you know, go in when you have kids, it's easy. Five dollars here, five dollars there, and I'm going to give once, get them out in circulation, you know, and I'm going to circulate money again. You know, I'm not necessarily going to use, um, um, yeah. I mean, uh, so I just think that um, that's one. You know, there's all these little clever ways, and they're little, but they add up.
4: Oh, of so. course, yes.
1: I love what Samantha Warriors does. And she goes down to city council. And we have a lot of people, I don't know if you're aware of it, that go down to city council. Are you familiar with what's going on in Richmond, California?
2: um, Not so much. Um, Like I said, I'm uh, I'm still learning a lot of this new stuff. There's a couple of people here in New York, like Eddie Colon and whatnot, who uh, uh, I've been starting to talk to quite a bit. Um, You know, he's been very informative. He goes to a lot of... uh, um, different, different events and, uh, stuff like that to, uh, raise awareness and things like that. So, you know, I'll talk with him, i talk with some other folks who are, um, uh, very much involved uh, with this type of, uh, uh, you know, just getting word out to uh, people and whatnot. Um, but yeah, this is definitely some, you know, I- I'm going to be doing a bit more of that, um, myself and that, but I mainly been like, just like, um, you know, just using, um, social media to uh, spread the word and whatnot. And, you know, people uh, I've I've had, uh, you know, some, uh, you know, reception with that, with, with using social media and whatnot, but, you know, street level, um, I, I plan to like, you know, get with people here in the New York area and, you know, really just like um, maybe one day just um, get people neighborhood by neighborhood and just start putting out flyers uh, uh, in the neighbor in each neighborhood.
1: Oh, that's great! Yeah, I think that's one of the good things about the talk show thing. You get kind of mm-hmm. fired up on activism, and you get ideas, and you can pull together your ideas. And I'm an ideas person. I've been that way my whole life. I love coming up with the ideas. I love sharing ideas, and that's where progress comes in. And 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 you know, and it seems to create a movement when you get a few people that are like-minded in different ways. You know, and we help each other. And
0: Somebody starts six.
2: Hello.
0: Hold on. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting a lot of noise. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: and I don't know you guys. I don't know what's happened. I can't block. Um, I try to mute all, and I the and get this, the guests don't mute. Usually guests are bad news on here. There's only two, but um, I tried to mute the room and it wouldn't mute. It would not mute. Muted everybody with the guests. So I got to figure that out. What I can do about that. Um. You know, i got to figure something about that. I mean, because that can be a problem with all the noises and, you know, I've heard way worse. Ways,
2: but. Or you may have to change your settings and that to um, uh, manually uh, allow who uh, um, whoever to come on and whatnot. Uh, that may be your only way to do it.
1: That's what I did. That's what I mean. Yeah. blocked yeah. participation and somehow they didn't get blocked. I could block hmm. the chat. Couldn't block their the uh, audio. That was interesting. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to figure that out. You know, we've got like high tech people that are, you know.
2: Oh, well, they are very skillful. They can Doing get around things uh, uh, that we can't. So.
1: Yeah, they're polite up till now. You know, my. Mm-hmm. Calls, they're listening, but uh, you know, oh, sometimes course. it's very difficult to get through these calls. So you know, but I have a relatively mm-hmm. short one. But if you want some other ones, I have. Some some ideas about what groups might be good for you, um, mm-hmm. and let me give you some codes. You know, and you don't have to talk, but you can just you know listen. And you got good input, and I love what you post online. So, thank you. Um, um, this. I've done research on a lot of stuff that you posted. But it, you know you're gonna love what you hear and you're gonna learn and you're gonna contribute hopefully and you know, we'll,
5: mm-hmm. you know our
1: level of understanding is gonna you know uh, increase I hope and then I get a bigger group of activists and you know, so I think yeah uh, yeah that'll be that's good that's why I've been going on and um, online and I am and people personally and you know inviting them to be part of the community to so have to, figure out how to do mm-hmm. group, group email or group brother. Uh, Okay, so let me give you some some of the group well there's one every day and if you're interested in you know board one night or whatever you can just hop on and it's really for me it's a, you know it's it's cool for me to hear people and and you know and uh yeah it's just really comforting you know it is to know that you're not alone in this so mm-hmm. but um okay so there is a guy derek um his code. Do you have a pet?
2: Um, hold on, let me get one.
1: And they might make a lot of noise when I'm trying to relay information. Yeah, I know, I, can I know.
2: Uh, uh, very interesting. Um, yeah, you definitely uh, um set me. I uh, um uh, put something on my timeline earlier, Now, my name is Brian. Yeah.
1: Okay,
2: hey, Brian. so uh, uh, okay, so uh, if if for whatever reason, um, you know, you're not able to like um. Um, when I'm not able to copy it down and that you could always like, I am me or something like that. So.
1: Um, so there's, um, uh, Derek's call and, um, uh, that is on Mondays and his mm-hmm. code is, his code is one, one, five, eight, six, three. And then we have uh, a guy named Mike and he's in New York too. Maybe you guys can work on right. Mason. And mm-hmm. um, his code, he's Monday. Oh, I didn't put the times. These are 9 o'clock East Coast time. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, 9 o'clock. And his code is
5: 139849.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's Renata. I like her a lot. Um, 14616. I'm sorry, 146116. Um, but you know, I can email you, this to you. Some calls I don't think you're going to get a lot out of. You know, some are just you know, you know. But that's a good start, and then you know, you can expand upon it. But like I said, I'll I'll just send you all the links, and you can choose. You know, and and every call's different. You know, and it's different groups of people with different ideas, and you know, different, <sighs> different kinds of people. And you know, we get people from you know nationwide. And we get people from Canada on the calls, and sometimes Australia. You know, they're like a day ahead of us. You know, <laughs> but, of course. You know. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, my call ends at 6. And if you're interested in, like, you know, going to another call, there's one, I'm sorry, 6 West Coast time. So it ends at 9 your time. And so there's Mm -hmm. a call after mine, and her name is Karen. And her extension, or her her code is
0: 13028. Okay, all right,
2: 130, and what was the last of it?
0: Two eight eight.
2: Okay. Wow, okay. that 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 noise.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't block them. At least they wouldn't end.
5: Could have been rude or
1: invented the whole time. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and end the call a little early just because of the noise factor. And I'm going to figure out how to block. I'm going to. You know, or send an email to get some support around that. And um thank you guys so much and you know, you. I love getting input from all of you and I think we're getting wiser as a group by speaking and um you know, I hope everybody got something out of it. And
0: uh Ella y- yeah? I just ask a sure. quick question about um the twenty sixth is um is there anything special happening or do anything planned for the torture awareness day? June twenty sixth?
1: Not that I'm aware of, you know. I ha- I don't know, but that's something we should ask every group and try to figure out what's going on.
0: Yes, I I just I, I'm new to all this. I was just on last week with you on Thursday. I'm here in New Hampshire. Um, yeah, I remember you. I yes, I, remember I tried thinking. calling you the other day, but I didn't get through. Um, or you or you were busy. You weren't around. I was just hoping to talk to you. I guess on a one-to-one. Uh, you know since what? I'm I didn't leave a point
1: now. It doesn't mean you didn't leave one, and it doesn't mean no, you didn't call. no.
0: No, I didn't leave a voicemail. But
1: okay, so uh, I think I saw it. I think I saw your call. I thought it was a radio station.
0: Oh, <laughs>
1: me. so I didn't. I'm sorry I didn't get back to you. Yeah, no, because no. I've been getting. You know, I'm. If you knew how many like people I'm calling on a day to day basis, you'd be.
0: Oh, I, I can imagine. I'm sure you're very busy. It sounds like it. So, um, but I was just wondering, was that coming up pretty soon? If a uh, there was any special events or anything going on?
1: Yeah, I don't know personally. You know, one of these bigger calls, I would, you know, if you want to go to Karen's, you know, her code is one three zero two
0: eight eight, and she's
1: okay. directly after me. She might know, but a good person is, you know, Derek's call on Monday or Neil's call on Sunday. You know, all of them actually. You know, but uh, you know, they might know something because they're connected on an international level, especially Derek.
0: Okay. So, yes, uh, I, I listened to Derek's last night. He had Spencer on uh, very informative. Spencer. He had the uh, roadmap to targeted individual freedom. He had some uh pointers uh bullets there that he's working on. You guys oh, yeah. are all so, so very very smart, so very involved, and that's why I'd, um, you know I'm new to this, but I'm learning a lot from you. I do appreciate it
1: and, yeah that's uh, what, that's how I learned so much and got pointed in the right direction, and, and, you know, either got confirmation on what was going on and a better understanding of everything, and, yeah, and, you know, I just was really excited, and then I felt like there might be a need for some daytime, a little bit earlier for some people that can't, you know, uh, do the later shows, so that's why I tried this, and and I'm going to keep the Tuesday one, but Mike, who I just adore, uh, who has a call, I don't want our our calls on you know on top of each other, and there are some other possibilities. I might take over someone or assist with someone's calls because their their health is not too great right now. So you know I might have a call where it's going to oh, be four okay. or five hours and you know, busy and a lot of information. So we'll see how
0: that goes. You know, I don't okay. Thank you, you Ella. Thanks you're welcome. So much. Okay. You guys take care. You know. And All
2: right. Um, Thank you uh, for letting okay. me know about uh, this. Uh, we'll definitely be checking you guys out.
1: Cool, and I'm going to reach out to more TIs. I think expanding our community can only be good, you know. And Absolutely. you know what? Try to watch something funny. Try. I know it's TV, and maybe we don't want to be in front of a TV, but you know, there's nothing better than a little comedy. Netflix comedy. You know, we don't have TV, but we have Netflix, and you know, a little comedy is so good. Nature, getting out oh. in nature. You know, well, whatever we do.
2: Usually, uh, you, you speak about comedy and everything. Um, usually one thing I like to do when I'm dealing with the gang stalkers, uh, there's a certain song I like to sing. Um, do you know the Tramps?
1: I do. Well, I've heard of them. I can't say I've, li- I've heard them personally, but I okay. familiar.
2: They have a song from the Saturday Night Fever tr- uh, soundtrack, the very last song. Uh, it's called Disco Inferno.
1: I, like to sing I remember chorus bird, the-
5: baby bird. <laughs> I was a little scared, but I remember it. it was P.S.
2: That's what I like to That's sing to them guys and that, when they do that stuff, if you got what I'm saying. Um,
5: I do, and, uh, but it's not funny.
1: <laughs> I guess you have to laugh about it, but, you know. Oh, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. But I find some funny comedians. I mean, it just makes life so much better, and it also it's engaging. It keeps us out of the mm-hmm. non the head, and you know we need it. My daughter says mm-hmm. she loves Fluffy. He's inappropriate. My daughter came out just a second ago. She knows he's past six. Um, yeah, there's some funny <laughs> ones, you know. And there's Christian the comedians. So I don't I, I think I'm just easily amused. You know. You know, there's all kinds. You know. I hope you guys part. I hope you guys get some laughs and. Take care of yourself. Eat nutritiously, you know, and it's hard. And, you know, nutrition can combat a lot of this radiation and all the stuff we're dealing with. And take your vitamins. And I forget to, you know, we're busy, you know, but uh, vitamin C in high doses, work yourself up there. It is proven. Look it up online. It can cure cancer. It obviously is going to help us. And we're getting radiation, which causes cancer. So we need to be really careful and really take care of ourselves. And uh, you know what? Good luck. I, ho- I hope you guys have a decent week. We'll cope and take it day by day, you know, just kind of um, make I it a day.
0: I had a quick question for Brian. He seems like you said he's very active here. Um, if he's ever watched the video I came across online uh, by Mark P- Passio, it's, um, I was Googled um, something anyways. It was actioncommittee16.com.
1: Oh, yeah, and- I'm a member. I am a member. I'm uh, Oh,
0: okay. Maybe yeah, that's where I got that from. Yeah, but uh, he has being, a, Renata, has a vi- video Renata. on um uh by Mark Passio Order Followers. Yeah. And uh What on Earth you know. is happening dot com. It, it it's it's he he's pretty uh um strong <laughs> to say that to put it mildly. <laughs> yeah
1: and what he's yeah. saying is trying is trying to come across. He's, he's, yeah, Action Committee 16, that's a good one. And, of course, I'm a member. I'm a little biased, guys. But, you know, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't have joined it if I didn't believe in Renata and if I didn't believe in the people involved. And, you know, we have activists. We have, you know, really the old-timers. You know, we've been working on that website diligently, and it disappeared once. You know, Renata, you know, says that she accidentally deleted it somehow, but you know I always wonder um, if it was really her. But um, she, we're, she's working on getting it back up, and um, she has just a great web designer guy, and yeah, she's got a good one. Yeah, she really does. It's Action Committee 16. If you haven't checked it out, um, and we're working—it's new. We've only been we've only been a—we've been a committee for a very short time, like a couple months. So, but we're getting it together, and we're not has fantastic ideas, and I hope you guys can check that as well. There's a lot of information online. Lucky for us, and it's just you know the more we get online, the more websites we build. There's going to be more and more information.
0: Well, so, one thing Derek pointed out last night was um, or Spencer um, that in Poland they actually had quite a few assembled, um, and they actually got on the media on. on on uh oh yeah know, that is
1: yeah the prime minister made an announcement
0: that yeah. he's going to oh. take a
1: year study this and look into it and he you know he made an announcement about it so and I guess that's enough.
0: what i i'm looking at with this uh tw- june 26th. there's no large group assembly of us uh, anywhere meeting and, and parading through the streets or doing something, you know, and in, a, well, in work somewhat on... of a mass. No.
1: Tyrone <laughs> do works on that, but it's really hard to get a group of us together for various reasons.
5: You know, fear,
1: uh, health, uh, proximity, money, you know, these are all things that are carefully planned out to make it difficult for for us. But, you know, I think a group of us marching and protesting, that would be powerful. You know, that would be powerful. So we think that's something to put out there and, you know, work on it and get enough people that can commit to it, and we'll see. I think that's a great idea. And
0: who was that, Tyrone? Washington
1: Washington would be a good place.
0: I I was wondering, who did you say – Kind of works on that, is there someone in your, in your group that works on those t- type of things?
1: um this guy named Tyrone Dew, and you oh. can reach him uh why am I not remembering it Probably because I'd need it um, <laughs> um, um, um um you know, call me and I'll call you back and i'll get you i'll have his um I'll have his email he's great he's okay. very into those type of things. So you guys take care. I'm going to feed my kiddos. And hopefully I'll hear from you guys over the week at some point. And, you know, I'm going to be here next Tuesday from now on.
2: All right. Well, we'll definitely uh, be catching you on Tuesdays then.
1: Okay. Take care, guys. All right. Have a good one. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye.
3: plus.